What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode here of the Side Guys Football Forum. I'm one of your co-hosts from the side, joined as always by my good friend, my good buddy, the other half of the Side Guys, Mr. Tad the Side. And Tad, we've got a fun episode today. We're going to be discussing, you know, the draft is over. Obviously, free agency is over. We got a little bit of some free agency signings happening now, but it's not anything too significant. They call it the second wave, but it's more of just like to address some holes. But overall, we wanted to look at teams that had a successful offseason, so that's both free agency and the draft included, and teams that, you know, well, lack of a better word, did not have a successful offseason. So. We're going to use harsher words than that, trust me. Yeah, I think Tad will definitely use harsher oh, words than that. 100%. But, Tad, before we get started, I have to introduce a special guest of ours. He's a good friend of the program. Mr. <laughs> Chauncey Talese is here. Um, Chauncey, how are you doing? No, 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 kick him off. Kick him off. Get so, him off the uh, before we get into too many things, uh, Chauncey, I believe you requested an opening tirade. Yes, thank you, Amir. The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of frame. Don't just get him out of frame, get him out of the LAFB. Oh, wow, well, well, I'm being kicked out of my own podcast. You ain't got what it takes anymore. Oh, you so sit there, you thump your Bible, you say oh, your prayers, it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Bombs talking about John 316. Well, Chauncey 316 says, I just whipped your ass. Follow Thunderbird and get back to some of the courage he had when he was still in his prime. Oh, notice every one of the LAFB superstars. I don't give a damn what they are, they're all on the list, and that's Chauncey Talese's list. I'm starting to fix running through all of them. And as far as fantasy football is concerned, son, I don't give a damn if you're Ryan Dirud or Alfred Rowe. Chauncey Talese's time has come. And when I get that shot, you're looking at the next fantasy champion. And that's the bottom line because Chauncey Talese said so. Also, I had a special guest appearance by your wife, I'm guessing. That came this is, is reminding me, me of the pandemic recording where the kid like ran in while the yeah. was doing the Ukraine. <laughs> I'm in her room. Uh, Chauncey, credit where credit is due. That is the most verbally undressed I've ever been in my life. So well, well played. Well, so really quick, uh, fellas, I think you can explain exactly what was happening here as far as the competition. And it is leading to a punishment because we sort of teased this in our previous episode as far as this may happen pretty soon. So Chauncey Tad, I'll pass it to one of you guys to explain what exactly your guys' competition was, which led to this now punishment that will be served to Tad. In yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll take it because I was the idiot that – offered the challenge forward and you know lo and behold now i'm screwing myself so there is a great <laughs> daily online game called framed it's a lot like wordle where you know you go on every day it's a different challenge and uh chauncey posts his results every day on twitter and you know i do it while i was getting ready for work every day and i noticed i'm like you know what i'm actually like pretty neck and neck with chauncey like this is pretty cool so me being a moron i decided to reach out to chauncey and go hey let's do a fun challenge leading up to the draft where on Twitter we'll compare our results. And, uh, you know, winner gets to choose the loser's punishment. 
I fell behind Chauncey. I, I we were neck and neck for like a week there, and then after like a weekend, I just I started getting killed. In all fairness, you also forgot a lot of times too, I, and you were busy and just a lot of things. Oh, things fell into place too. But overall, like Chauncey just got a commanding lead on you that you never had a chance yeah, to catch up. Yeah, no, it was it was not good. <laughs> so I let him off the hook. I was busy too, and I still managed to do it. It's true. Well, I will say this is like. <laughs> Okay, here's what happened is like I would look at it, it'd be this very generic like screenshot of Manhattan. And I'd be mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe I can land this. I'll just need to take a look at it later. And then I just never got to it later. And then somehow Chauncey can look at like one shot of New York and be like, oh yeah, it's this fucking movie from the 90s. And I'm like, how? Oh. You come at the king and that's not miss. No, dude, sure. I, I missed sure. by a fucking mile. <laughs> So anyways, Chauncey, you obviously were the victor in this little this competition not, between yourself way, and Tad. This is not a bit. I have no idea what's about to be suggested. Very I'm, true. Yeah, and we yeah, kept yeah. it purposely that way. So Chauncey, I believe you have the punishment. So all the floor is yours to dish yeah. it out to Tad. Yeah, Tad, you had sent me this weird email the other day, and I wanted you to read it out loud to everybody. Amir, make sure, uh, can, you show, can you show him what he sent me? And I want you to read this with the same sincerity that I'm. That I assume it was written with. How am I, I? I don't know how I'm gonna see it. Murray, you texting it to me? Um, I could forward you the email because uh, Chauncey right. sent it to me. So yeah, you'll yeah, get it. Stuck on your boy, man. This is very strange, but he seems very impassioned. <laughs> very true. Yeah, this is going to be quite fun. So uh, no, it's not. happy because you know. I agreed with every single word of it, so that was very strange. But hey, I'm glad you get to unburden yourself here today. I hate you. Tad, I'm actually allowing you to... Actually, no, you can look at your email from well, your phone. Yes, I got my email okay. pulled up on my phone right now, so I'm, I'm waiting right. to... So I sent it across just now. I must have lost it after I sent it. It's, it's very odd. <laughs> I sent it across just now, so... All right, all right. Well, we got to wait. Hold on. Got to bleach report thing. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, Jesus Christ, man. No, no, no. We don't, we're not half-assing it. We're not going to read it like we, uh, we're reading a page out of a book we don't want to read. All right. First off, it's the horned frogs, not the horned frogs. <laughs> Disregard any sort of typos. I, I think really the message will still come across. I just assumed that was a glaring oversight. No, of course. Yeah. No, was, <laughs> take another sip of water. Mm-hmm. Good. <clears throat> so this is the uh, email I... So lovingly sent to now my ex-friend Chauncey. If you're a regular listener of the show, you know that I love the TCU horned frogs. And I currently reside in Dallas. Against medical advice, I root for the Annapolis Colts and for some reason the Miami Heat. That said, <clears throat> my heart belongs in St. Louis, Missouri. It's the gateway to the western United States, home to the Gateway Arch. Nelly and the most incredible pizza known to me. That is not inedible. Inedible. Inedible pizza. Where was inedible? Inedible. That's actually true. That's <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll swallow that one. <clears throat> I've expressed my hatred of the Rams franchise many times on the show and LAOP Slack ever since they ripped my heart out by moving to Los Angeles. Also true. My soul has never recovered. Also true. And instead of becoming an NFL <laughs> instead of becoming an NFL widower who gets my who gets fulfillment through fantasy and gambling, I instead choose to punish myself for loving the Rams in first place by again rooting for the Colts as they are the St. Louis pizza of NFL franchises. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Keep going. There's quite a bit more. I've oh no, I know. <laughs> I've done some soul search. Oh, I know where this. Come on. I've done some soul searching, and I've realized something that deep down everyone in St. Louis knows. No, it's not our state is so backwards and broken. We might as well just own it and go by Missouri. It's a darker truth, but one that must be confronted. The Rams were not stolen from St. Louis. <laughs> they never belong there in the first place. Furthermore, mm-hmm. St. Louis is not, nor has it ever been, a football town. We are a blue-collar city, as evidenced by the longtime success of the Cardinals franchise, and to a lesser degree, the St. Louis Blues, who, fun fact, had Gretzky for a year. I actually just found that out like five years ago. I way. have his jersey in my closet, by the way. I have a St. Louis yeah. Blue. That's a great throwback jersey, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. We had, we had the Cardinals franchise, but they left because no one here cared. Mm-hmm. Factual inaccuracies there, but the University of Missouri was. Oh, you got bring some of a bitch. The University of Missouri was also uh, was and also ran in the Big Twelve. You got a typo there, and is borderline non-existent in the SEC, which they absolutely don't belong. Actually, you know what? That one I agree with you, or I agree with myself on that one. There we go. Mm-hmm. We had the ABA Spirits of St. Louis, by the way, but. Uh, couldn't make basketball work here either because they didn't. Come on, you're gonna get me canceled. Well, were there any fact? I mean, you said it, and I assume it's factually accurate. I saw the 30 for 30, that tracks. We had mm-hmm. the ABA Spirits of St. Louis, by the way, but couldn't make basketball work here either because they didn't have enough white players. <laughs> I mean, where's the lie? Oh, Tad, I hate you guys. <laughs> The Rams were stolen from Los Angeles by Georgia Frontier, who only acquired the team after her husband had an unfortunate swimming accident. Oh, come on! Now I'm accusing people of murder. Okay, I bought it. You're not. You weren't accusing anybody of anything. That's not. That's not slander or libel. Instead of lamenting Stan Kroenke taking the Rams away from St. Louis, we should be talking more about about all that St. Louis stole from Los Angeles. Really, mm-hmm. really. Okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna do this. All right. The Rams yeah. routinely mocked for not having fans, but that's because St. Louis robbed. Yeah. That's uh-huh. because St. Louis robbed an entire generation of Angelinos and the gift of seeing the greatest show on turf change football forever. The year, the same year that Kobe and Shaq won the first other three titles together. Was that 04? No, sir. 2000, 2001, 2002. That, that was the Lakers titles? Wow, that was way earlier than I thought. The crossover, and this is so weird that I don't remember sending this email. It's just... I was concerned. Yeah, you know, I must have been on something. Uh, the crossover, yeah. I was definitely on something, not reading it. Uh, the crossover potential between these two dynasties would have helped change sports culture in L.A. Yeah, because you guys need that. Especially when the USC Trojans began their rise. The ugly... Oh, Jesus. The ugly tumors of Raiders and Niners fans. That all right now he's coming after you, Emmer. No, the no. ugly tumors. Well, you are actually. <laughs> no, he lives in the Bay. I'm talking about the ones that, that you were talking about. The ones that live in Los Angeles. Oh, that's fair. Okay, the ugly tumors of Raiders and Niners fan that populate LA would have decreased, and LA likely gets into the Super Bowl rotation. Perhaps even a new owner would have kept them from becoming less lovable Detroit Lions for most of the uh, 2000s and 2010s. I am most certain. Oh, how dare you, sir! I am most certain Kurt Warner would have spent his entire career in L.A. Now you got my mother coming after me. Tory Holt would have, would be in the Hall of Fame, and Stephen Jackson would have 
been a massive star. Instead, one of the most innovative offenses offenses toiled away in the 19th biggest market, and when they fell into obscurity for 14 years, no one cared, and the Edward Jones zone became a dank... Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And the Edward Jones Dome became a dank, urine-soaked hellhole. I am a hell of a writer. I got to say that. We had the nerve... We had the nerve to request city dollars to build a new stadium when we wouldn't turn out on Sundays. And don't say the Rams didn't deserve it because they sucked because the Dog Pound and Bills Mafia sported teams that were much worse. I apologize... <laughs> Oh, I apologize to Rams fans for talking shit about your franchise. They're back where they belong, and St. Louis doesn't deserve a third bite at the NFL Apple. We'd only choke on it. My rage was misguided, and my Colts fandom <laughs> makes more sense when you remember that they are, too, a product of an owner stealing them from another city. That one's actually fair. I can't really make that one now. I have a type, I guess. I won't root for the Rams in the future, but any animosity I have towards them and their fans is water under the Eads Bridge. What the fuck is the Eads Bridge? I mean, you live in St. Louis. You tell me. How the hell is the Eads Bridge? I need no idea. Look that up. Their Super Bowl was their Super Bowl was legit. I never argued it wasn't legit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you're telling me all this. And everyone mocking them for how they built their team are sanctimonious hypocrites that are jealous their teams didn't have the balls to take that kind of risk. Thank you for listening to me. Oh, you son of a. Thank you for listening to me. Tad spotty good spots to sigh. Unburdened my tattered soul. <clears throat> Whose house? Ram's house. <laughs> You know, I'm really glad you shared that with me, Tad. That was very special, and I appreciate no, no, it. You know what, Chauncey, you're right. My my rage was misguided because it's definitely somewhere else now. <laughs> wow. It should, wow. Well, I mean, it should still just be inward, man. I mean, that's why you send that oh, to me in the Um. All right. Well, I have to go. I have to put. I have to put my daughter to sleep. Um. Tad, thank you so much for sharing that with me. I really appreciate. It made me feel. It made me feel good. <laughs> and I'd love to play you at Framed again sometime soon. Ooh, another competition. All right, I may take you up on that. Now, wow. see, I'm motivated. Wow. I'll consider it. Okay, you've before. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, my lord. <laughs> Chauncey, appreciate you coming on to this punishment. This is great. For your topic today, I wanted to say that I believe um, who had the worst offseason? I want to yeah. say, no, not the Colts. I'm not going to be that mean. Because they didn't. No, I'm, look, I'm very anti-Colts this offseason, but you know, no, they they're up there with one of the worst. But they did. The Ravens probably had the best overall. In yeah, a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Like there's a real case there. And then worst, I'd probably say the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. that's not bad. They one. didn't really do all that much. So yeah. from top to bottom, just awful. Anyway, good night, guys. Take care. All right, thanks for coming on, Chauncey. Have a good night.